Today, I want to speak about the joy of confession. The joy of confession. Those who make a good confession with their sins absolved experience a twofold joy. A. The burden of their past sins is lifted from them. B. They can walk again with God as his friend. To those who have been far away from the sacrament of reconciliation, confession, and forgive and forgiven love, I make this appeal. Come back to the source of grace. Do not be afraid. Christ himself is waiting for you. He will heal you and you will be at peace with God. That's a quotation from Saint Pope John Paul II, a great Pope. A lot of you might ask the question, how do I make a good confession? Pray and ask God to depose your heart properly. Ask for the gift of honesty and for the gift of genuine repentance. Ask him for the grace to live the new life of a child of God. When you go before the priest, make a sign of the cross. You could say, bless me father for I have sinned. And then tell him how long it's been since your last confession. It might also help the priest if he knows the state of your life is in. For example, if you're married, are you single? Are you a priest? Are you in the religious orders, etc.? Tell me your sins simply and humbly. And when you're finished, conclude with a face such as, For these and for any other sins I cannot recall, I ask for pardon. The priest will then say a few words of encouragement and give you penance to do afterwards. You then say your act of contrition and the priest will absolve you of your sins in the name of Christ. You might ask, what is the act of contrition? The act of contrition is the prayer that you say after you said your confession to the priest. And there is two forms of the act of contrition. There's a traditional one and there's a more modern version of it. I must frankly say the most modern version of it is the version that I learned as a kid. But I really do like the words of the traditional one. And it says, Oh my God, I am heartily sorry for having offended you. And I detest all my sins above every other evil because they displease you, my God who are so deserving of all my love and I firmly resolve with the help of your grace never to offend you again. Amen. Now I did say there's a more modern one that I learned when I was a kid and it was Oh my God, I thank you for loving me. I am sorry for all my sins. 
for not loving others and not loving you. Help me to live like Jesus and not to sin again. And it's such a simple, simple prayer. But it gets straight to the point. And it gets, it's, it's basic. And I think this is what our church needs, is to go back to basics, go back and simplify things for people. And that's why I'm doing these few podcasts, to get it out there. Now, before you go to confession, there's a simple thing, basic again, and it's examining your conscience. It's basically preparing yourself to tell Jesus your sins. And what I like to use is the Ten Commandments. The beautiful commandments that God gave to Moses and that we like to use in everyday life to get us through life. And they're simple commandments that God gave us. And the first commandment God gave us is I am the Lord your God. You shall not have any other gods besides me. And to focus on that. And to reflect on it. I ask you this question. Is God and prayer prominent in your life? Do you stand up for your faith in God and for this church? Especially in this day and age where Catholics are being what would you say as same as Jesus said to Saint Paul why why do you ridicule me? Why do you persecute me? And that seems to be happening a lot, even in this day and age. Catholics are still being persecuted because of their faith. So, you can ask yourself that question before you go to confession. Have I been close to God? Have I made prayer the centre of my life? Have I made God the centre of my life? Two, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Focus and reflect on that. Have you taken the name of our Lord, our God, in vain? Have you used his name disrespectfully? Have you used it to curse on others? Three, remember to keep holy the Sabbath day and focus, reflect. Do you go to Mass on a Sunday? What do you do on a Sunday? Do you go to Mass? Do you give God that one hour? It's one hour. 
to celebrate the Holy Mass, the Eucharist, the source of our faith. Do you give God that one hour? Now I know in this day and age, places are open and life goes on seven days a week, constantly going and going and going and going and going. And in fairness to the church, the church has moved on and, you know, changed, you know, they facilitate people. I know where I go to Mass, you've got 7 o'clock Mass on a Sunday night, some places have 6 o'clock Mass on a Sunday night. It's just one hour. One hour to spend with our Lord, one hour. Do we do that? Four. Honour your father and your mother. Reflect. That to me boils down to one word. Respect. Respect for your mother and your father. The teachers. The teachers, the people that handed down your faith to you. People that have given you this beautiful gift, the gift of your faith. Do you honor your mother and father, or do you disrespect them? Honor your father and your mother. Number five, you shall not kill. Reflect. Is there anger, hatred, vengeance? There's so much destruction of life in this modern world. Whether it be through murder, euthanasia, abortion. driving dangerously total lack of respect for human life life is the most precious gift that God has given us the most precious has to be kept has to be nurtured has to be respected And we go back to that word respect. Life. You have to respect life. Number six. You should not commit adultery. You know. Infidelity. Impurity, pornography, you know, it's, it all boils down to that word respect again. Respect for ourselves, respect for others, you know, and that word adultery, it's happening everywhere. In this life as well 
and it's all down to greed and evil and and and, and Satan doing his works. You know, respect. It's a beautiful word, respect. You know, there's a lot of uh, sex trafficking in the world, and you know, it's 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 slavery. It's you know, it's it's wrong. It's just pure wrong. It's evil. You know, number seven. You shall not steal. Reflect. Focus on that. Theft. Destruction of property. Refusing to share goods with the pure with the poor. Fraud. Dishonesty at work. Drinking. Gambling. You know, they're all illnesses. And illnesses like that end up with people stealing and taking property that's not theirs, it doesn't belong to them. You know, drinking, gambling. You know, it's not a good life. And again, it's respect. Everything boils down to that word respect. Have we lost respect for ourselves, for people? You know, for God. Number eight. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Gossiping. Pope Francis spoke about gossiping in one of his audiences. Gossiping is evil. Spreading lies and false stories about people is evil. You know, and it, it creates a lot of hurt. And that hurt can lead to a lot of consequences down the road, which, you know, you see a lot of suicides and stuff happening and bullying and. It all boils down to that word gossiping. You know, and it harms people, and it. When you ridicule people, and it hurts people, and. You don't know the damage, or the hurt, or the sadness that they're feeling down inside their souls. So, please, people, just have respect for people. And instead of spreading noise about them, maybe talk to them and hear their side of the story, the real side of the story, without jumping to conclusions, gossiping about them. Number nine, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife. With willful, lustful desires. For other people. I won't say much more about that. It just gets straight to the point. Number 10. You shall not covet your neighbor's goods. 
again down to envy and greed and sadness of the side of someone else's riches just you know be happy with what you have you know be happy when you get up every morning as I always say you get up every morning you're alive be happy about it you know we all have our crosses to bear and you know struggles and maybe the person that has all the flashy things they have their struggles as well and maybe by doing that that's their way of masking it maybe I don't know but be happy with what you have so they're the 10 points that I use when examining my conscience before I go into confession and as I said after the confession the priest will give you your penance and directly after it what you should do is give thanks to God for forgiving you and do the penance you were given if you recall one serious sin that you forgot to tell the priest rest assured that has, that has been forgiven with the others but be sure to confess it in your next confession and just remember one thing when you go to confession you're beating God who died for your sins on the cross to assure you how much he loves you the priest takes the place of Christ when the priest absolves you it's in fact Christ himself who wipes out all your sins and makes makes them as if they had never been there is no sin so great that it cannot be forgiven the sign of your sincerity will be your intention to try to live a better life in some cases where your sins have damaged someone else by gossiping or whatever it would be worth thinking how best can I make up for that it could be helpful maybe to ask the priest for guidance in this area regular confession is a good way of keeping healthy in soul and maintaining inner peace so that's my reflection on the sacrament of confession the sacrament of penance it's such an important sacrament and I guarantee you a lot of people feel very nervous about going to confession I'm one of them I don't know you might have that image of a stern priest you know um, being very angry and you know you're going to go to hell and all this kind of things no our God is a loving God he loves you he loves you with all his heart and soul if you look at any image of God his arms are open wide he is our shepherd his arms are open wide for to embrace you go back to God go to Mass spend that hour with him and if you ever get a chance to spend an hour with the Eucharist the adoration chapels do that power hour as I call it 
talk to God. Give him your troubles and he listens. So, thank you very much for listening and uh, stay tuned for more podcasts. Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye.